right, and welcome back to Rebel With a Cause. I am your host, Eric, and joining me tonight is Maddie Kay from PA, one of the hosts of a Race State podcast. How's it going, man? Doing well, man. How are you? Oh, doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. I wish I could be uh, better, but, uh, you know, the last couple of days with the uh, uh, couple of assholes in uh, El Paso and Dayton, Ohio, kind of ruining the fun for everybody. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of one of those things um, – I was like, uh, uh, as soon as I saw the, the guy walking into the Walmart with an AK, like just a t-shirt on and I'm like, Oh, why is this happening in Texas? How come, how come he made it from the parking lot to the building? You know, I thought the exact same thing. Maybe they thought he was returning it. I don't know. <laughs> just, you know, returning it at low ready. They'll accept anything. So <laughs> returning it at low ready with ear pro on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm just trying to return this. Well, we don't sell these anymore, but you know, whatever. Right. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, well, how quickly is Facebook and Twitter scrubbing all of their social media accounts? Oh, dude, it was almost instant. And yeah. So we, we complained about this on our show this week, right? And it's like, yeah. You know, it, it's, I go to Twitter for my diversion during the day, and we do cut up and BS with each other. But like, man, when stuff like that happens, it's, it's impossible to have a good time everybody is insufferable oh yeah and this at least for a couple of days afterwards and you're like oh I, I don't really want to go down the the train of oh now i have to correct you because you said something wrong right right <laughs> yeah it gets it it gets old very quickly yes like and, the first five minutes <laughs> <laughs> yeah once those first uh twitter storms uh go up there's like Oh no. Yeah. I, I can only see so many, uh, you know, 20,000 rounds per minute and whole ultra high capacity clips before I lose my, my shit. <laughs> Sorry. Can I on your show? I don't remember. Yeah. You can say fuck okay. this shit. Okay, good. Um, and good. Hey man, you can even drop the hard C. You can say cunt if you want to. Oh, awesome. <laughs> I love cunts. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's so great. I highly recommend it. If you <laughs> absolutely fellas, try it out. <laughs> Uh, ladies too, by the way. Hey, yeah, whatever, whatever gets you going. Yeah, whatever floats your boat. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, it's um, <laughs> and then as soon as you see that stuff, it's like twelve hundred rounds a minute for an AR fifteen. Hmm. I know. I think get tired. <laughs> yeah. <I> was like, <laughs> here, let me post a video where someone did a torture test of an AR fifteen, and it took them all fucking day to do just two thousand rounds. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, I, I really don't, it's, I know it's ignorance on one, on one hand. And then there's the other side is like, oh no, I know I'm going to get them with this one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then, so we brought that up too, right? We talked about that for a little bit. There was, I don't remember the guy's account, it's some douche nozzle, right? But he's so well-spoken on Twitter that if, if a nobody that doesn't know what they're, what they're reading read the thread that he was posting, they would believe every bullshit thing that he, that he posted that that was just an outright lie about yeah. the guns. Right. And it, it, stuff like that is frustrating. And it's def, that's what takes the fun out because you waste all your time trying to, you know, correct that shit. And it, it, it's, it goes beyond you just trying to be the troll and it's yeah. like, okay, we're getting serious here. And I, I don't like to be serious. <laughs> yeah. Neither do I. It's as, as you well know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of like people just ascribing, oh well, that guy talks with a British accent. He must be smart. And right. I hate to tell it tell, tell it to you, but there are some real dum dums in England. <laughs> I've met they, some of them. Yes, you're correct. 
there are some real, real dum-dums. And you want to talk about rednecks? Yeah, they have oh, rednecks God. too. They're all over the place. Yeah, check out the Midlands next time you're there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what was that place? Blackpool? I mean, that's basically redneck heaven over there. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry to any of your British listeners. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, a, I, it's like, oh, well, he you know, speaks so well. He's got that accent. It's, you know, it's mesmerizing me. I was like, no, 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 it's a trap. Don't fall for it. <laughs> It's a trap. <laughs> yeah, especially with the gun thing, because, yeah, it's just willful ignorance at this point. I mean, they don't even want to learn. And then when they do learn, they post a story about how the uh, the brass flying past their face, you know, gave them short-term PTSD and all this. You're like, I have literally shot these rifles all my <laughs> life. You'll be okay, buddy. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't see that. <laughs> Oh, it was like some New York Times reporter. He was like, "Oh yeah, the smell of de- of destruction and gunpowder." You know, and gave him short term PTSD. Christ. I'm like going, "Oh my god!" Well, and then did you see the one where I don't know? It might have been the same guy. I don't know. It all kind of runs together after a while. But he was saying that you know the last time he held one in his hand, whenever you hold it, an assault weapon like an AR or AK, it just makes you want to like lay waste to anything in front of you and, and want this destruction spree. I'm like. Okay, if we're talking about red flags, that's a fucking red flag, buddy. Like something, something's going on there. That's yeah. like a whole psyche thing that you have to work out. Yeah, I think I know that uh, that tweet you were talking about, and that one actually came from a active duty uh, marine. So yeah, so. <laughs> I was like, um, no, no, I was in the army. Whenever we had the M16s and later the M4s and stuff laying destruction to everything before us was kind of like the last thing on our mind. It was like, exactly. can I get something in 30 caliber over here? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the last time I went to the, the range with my AR, one of them, I mean, I, I think I put maybe half a mag down range, right? Yeah. I was just trying to slide a new scope in and it was just like, Oh, that's all I need to do. Did it on a lunch break and have a lot of time. And there we go. Done. Didn't have to like, you know, dump the thousand rounds that I had at the house, but whatever. Yeah, the um, last time I went, I took my my buddy Will, who appeared on the podcast uh, in some earlier episodes. Okay, it's like we maybe shot a hundred rounds in an in- indoor range, and then yeah. we went and shot pistols for the rest of the time. Yeah, I guess you miss out on all the fun of laying waste. <laughs> yeah, and at no point did we like. Mm, now I now I want to go burn a village. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, you're not in the military anymore, so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's the problem. Maybe. Oh man, I could tell you some stories. There was uh, one kid that we had in reception there and said, Oh, I'm here because I'm on a mission from God. And I was like, Oh, okay. You're fucking crazy. I got you. He's probably got Romans 13 tattoo on his back too. Oh, who knows? Who knows? (laughs) Yeah. He, he totally believed he was sent there because he was on a mission from God. And I was like, you're joking, right? You're, you're, you're quoting uh, blues brothers. He was like, no, no. (laughs) And he was like pointing out Bible verses that backed him up. I was like, which, you know, he carried a Bible with him everywhere he went. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay with that, but like, don't, don't try and justify the slaughter of innocence with, yeah. you know, your faith, but whatever. It's like, you do you. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, I found this thing in the old Testament. I was like, wait, you're a Christian, right? Yeah. Um, that book came from- We can eat shellfish now. It's okay. You know what? Uh, you're not supposed to eat catfish, but I'm pretty sure if Jesus tried a catfish ball, he'd be all over it. If you know what exactly. I mean. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, yeah, some fried catfish with some etouffee on top. Mm-mm. Oh, I can go for some of that right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, the other thing, Erase the State. Let's uh, talk about your podcast a little bit. Uh, yeah. 
it now I'm, I'm probably going to catch a bunch of shit cause I've actually listened to a whole bunch of episodes. Mikey, two names. That's it. You That's it. it. Right. Okay, yep. All right. <laughs> you know, I'm 40 years old. Uh, I think the memory is <laughs> starting to go a little bit. I don't know, but uh, no, I'm, I'm 35. It's, it's going to me too. Don't worry about it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. So the, uh, so you two, uh, do your podcast and, uh, it always seems like you're kind of talking about whatever's in the news that week or just something that might be. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we try and not make it topical. I kind of want it to be evergreen, but it's, it's hard. There's always so much shit going on and we're really bad planners. So, uh, it's just kind of like free form that we just kind of go whenever we hit the board. So, uh, <laughs> we, we do hit a lot of the, a lot of the topics. Um, but the, the whole reasoning behind the show is really to kind of just bring out some ideas for people. And we still have a lot of our, Mikey and I both have a lot of friends and our, our close group of friends that are, you know, they're, they're not down the path of liberty. They, they might think they are, but they're, they're definitely not. We still have some, you know, party line Republicans, probably some Democrats that may or may not listen or at least know that we do it. Um, but definitely some statists, right? Yeah. That, that we're friends with that sometimes listen to the show. So really what we wanted to do is just find ways to bring up topics to get people to think, right? Like how is the state affecting your life? how can we take measures to get the state out of our lives? Um, we don't always do a good job of that in the show, but we're getting there. Uh, <laughs> every, every, every couple of weeks, we bring up a new topic like that. So I hope to do better. Um, just got to get a little bit more reach and uh, we can get some better guests. So. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah. When you're talking to, uh, as Stefan Kinsella calls, the status muggles out there, yes. um, <laughs> Yeah, you really got to, you almost have to treat them with kid gloves and you kind of got to ease them into it, but you also have to kind of make it look like they're getting to the conclusion you want them to get to first. Right, right. Well, and, but you've heard our show. We don't always do a good job of that either. So. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, all right. No, you don't like paying taxes, do you? And then right. you can kind of go from there. But um, yeah, taxes are always one that's it's going to get both liberals and, uh, and conservatives riled up uh, and for different reasons sometimes. But it's... Sure. it's it's like you guys both realize you're both socialists and you're just, yeah, well, and, and never mind that, you know, like a, a, somebody on the, the quote left side of the aisle, right. They'll say, well, we don't want to support, you know, whatever, uh, I think corporate bailouts for oil companies or whatever. Right. And so yeah. on the right, right side of the aisle might say, well, I don't, I don't support, uh, you know, uh, welfare laws or whatever. Like all my money's going to support, uh, welfare queens. Well, guess what, guys? Like, it doesn't fucking matter what you like or don't like. Like, your, your tax dollars say that you support it, whether you like it or not. So, either way, you're paying for shit that you don't like. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people don't realize that. Yeah, I did have some success with that. Um, one of my uh, wife's aunts is a uh, as progressive as it gets. Mm-hmm. And so, she likes to post stuff on Facebook every now and then. And sometimes, I, I do take a little bit of joy in doing some hole punching. But uh, yeah. <laughs> so it was like one thing I was like, okay, well, we're all, we're complaining about taxes here. You know, vegans now have to pay for a meat subsidy uh, that they're not going to enjoy. Exactly. Uh, peaceful people have to pay for the war machine. Mm-hmm. Usually peaceful people paying for the war machine will kind of get them thinking. And I was like, and uh, for those of you who don't smoke and hate people who smoke, yeah, you're, you're paying for tobacco as well yep. through subsidies. Yep. And, you know, you a couple like it or not, suck it up. Here it comes. Yeah. So a couple of her friends start, you know, hitting the like uh, you know, thumbs up and everything. And I was like, yep, yep. I just did my duty and now I'm going to whisk away. Like yeah. I closed the laptop. <laughs> <laughs> I was like mission accomplished. Yes. The grenade in the room, lock the door. See you later. <laughs> exactly. It's like here, chew on this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, 
it's it's never ending. It, and sometimes it's fun for me because you know I get to see their face contort because they're, <laughs> they're trying to do the mental gymnastics in their mind. Exactly. I well, and see, what, what I like to do is, I mean, that is fun, right? I like throwing a grenade in the room. But, you know, when you're trying to bring somebody there, what I like to do is, is like with the taxes, come up with a way to, to make them think about it. And if you can get them to take a step back and go, huh. Yeah. Like, I, never, I never thought about it that way before. You know, like a lot of this stuff just to, it, it needs to fall in place. Right. Yeah. As, if you could get, um, what a lot of us like to call third way thinking where you're just, you're not thinking A or B. Sometimes you have to go to C, you know? Right. And, uh, it, that's usually when they'll kind of snap out of it a little bit. Uh, and, and sometimes to your surprise, they will just go right back into it with something else. And then mm-hmm. that's why we have the, uh, the status bingo being Marodes as the center square <laughs> it always leads back to that as if we yes. can't figure out how to put pavement on the ground. Yes. Well, I, I like to, Follow what Eric July says. Fuck them hoe ass rows. So <laughs> those bitch ass hoe rows. Yeah, was it hoe ass or bitch ass? Either way, it works. Yeah, there's whatever. And it, it makes a great T-shirt that he got to first. So yes, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. And uh, I used to work in uh, civil engineering, kind of unemployed at the moment, but that's okay. So I was always uh, joking. It's like, yeah, my roads are literally my job. I can. <laughs> I mean, my roads are my job. I mean, they're really not that hard. In Louisiana, we just got to figure out where the rain is going to go first. You know exactly. Yeah, if those coon asses can figure it out, man. I'd... Exactly. You don't need government. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and don't let the southern accent fool you either. You know, we do have some smart folks down here. Oh so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> some of us are brain surgeons. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, who was that? I think that was Jeff Fox. Where the joke is like, I mean, do you really want somebody that's like, all right, now what we're going to do here is this. When you're about yeah, to I don't see it takes it back to, to accents, right? Like you yeah. trust the you could get a janitor <laughs> off off some floor of a hospital and send them in the room and like read me my chart, right? I think, man, this is pretty fucking good. Yeah. But if you send Bubba from down the hall into the room, he could have like the most advanced degrees ever. I'm not gonna Yeah. So when I'm, I'm from here. Yeah. <laughs> when I lived in Houston, uh there was uh Dr. Red Duke was uh was oh, on yeah. TV. Yeah, that guy was the biggest redneck. He drove a beat-up pickup truck. Yep. Yeah, that, and anybody who wanted to take a deep dive on that, I mean, that guy was great. But, yeah, I'm Dr. Red Duke. And you're like, um, yes, yes, you are, sir. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> yeah, I got to meet him once when I was in – yeah, I, I got to meet him once in, when I was in Herman Hospital. I uh, had my appendix taken out. And uh, he was like kind of making the rounds and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, somebody was remarking that he drove a beat up pickup truck to the hospital. And he goes, yeah, that's my, that's my truck. My wife has the Mercedes Benz though. <laughs> it's like, okay. Well, you know, happy wife. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, he was, he was a great dude. Um, uh, so erase the state. Let's see. Covered uh, the fun control was the title of your last episode, which I just it was. To, yeah. Before coming on here. Um, my last name is pronounced Tyler. You had a little, <laughs> I tried, man. Like I said, I'm sure you told me at Childerberg, but we all know what happened there. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, for those who didn't go to uh, Childerberg, Uno, um, <laughs> this man right here got drunk, like falling down. Couldn't remember his name. Didn't know what planet he was on drunk. Oh yeah. Goes to take a nap for 20 minutes and he is sober as a judge when he comes out. He's like, all right, yeah, I feel better. And we're like, Wait, exactly. You, know, you okay? He was like, yeah, 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 I'm fine. <laughs> well, later somebody was recounting a story to me. It might have been you. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, I guess somebody was arguing next to me 
and I was passed out in the chair. That might have been Dino. Okay, that's probably right. Yeah. And so I guess somebody asked Thomas, who, who's like a psychiatrist, psychologist, something like that. Yeah. Um, speaking of doctors with foreign accents, and so somebody said, "Hey, man, your doctor is he okay?" And like I snapped to and immediately jumped on the conversation. And he went, "Yeah, I think he's all right." <laughs> hey, man, you're a doctor. Is he? Is he? <laughs> He's I'm a, and aware. That's I'm all. a professional. I'm a professional at this. Everybody <laughs> stand back. It's like, yeah, I'm no weekend warrior when it comes to drinking. Exactly. But yeah, it was, it was a sight to behold. I was like, man, he's, he's gone. I guess we'll see him tomorrow. And then like minutes later, you just come bounding out of your truck. I'm back, bitch. It's like, all right, let's get this party going. I was like, yep. uh, all right. So I, I'm, I'm promising myself and all of your listeners and my listeners, there will be no repeat performance of that. <laughs> I'm going to keep it together this time. And keep it together for chili dose. Absolutely. Uh, for daddy time. For daddy time. <laughs> uh, hashtag not a cult. Yes. Yeah. And so if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, which I, I don't know if, if they've listened to any of the, the shows that we're ancillary related to that they wouldn't know, but please go check out at least the Twitter account at Schilderberg. That's C-H-I-L-L-B-E-R-B-U-R-G. And Jacob takes a lot of liberties with English language. Out, yeah. but that's okay. Um, go check it out. And if you're not planning to go, please go. I have no idea what the dates are. Do not ask Hark Anthony because he has no fucking idea either. Um, cons- consult Jake from Pasting Anarchy or the, the Schilderberg account. Yeah, it's it's so funny. Car is like, I, I'm a progenitor <laughs> of this idea and then yeah. I wash my hands of it. Yeah, I think it's like November 7th. Uh, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, car is like uh, it's going to eat into my snowboarding time. I know that much. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, uh, so it's going to be going concurrently with uh, the national convention that's also going to be taking place in Austin. I'm going to be one of those poor souls that are going to go back and forth between the two events. You're going to be on uh, the shoulder riding back and forth. Yes. Yes. I got the, uh, all across downtown Austin. Yeah. I got the design ready. I just need to go get uh, some place to print up the little magnetic uh, side panel things Awesome for the van. So that'll be fun. Nice. And, yeah. It's going to have the actual kill dozer on it, but it's going to say chill dozer over it. Oh, so oh. good. So subtle. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Subtle, like being hit in the face with a brick, you know? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's, it's going to be great. Um, uh, you know, I had Jacob on, uh, earlier this week and, uh, he was, he was saying, yeah, yeah, we got uh, music acts coming in and yeah, I heard that I'm, I'm pretty excited stand up and I was like, oh, well I'll, I'll do a set. You know, I don't, I heard that on the show today too. Yeah. So I'm looking <laughs> yeah. forward to that. I'll at least heckle you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I appreciate a good heckling. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Cause, cause I like it when people throw rocks at me while I'm mowing. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think it's your own yard next time. <laughs> Stop mowing other people's yards. <laughs> what are you doing out here? I'm mowing your yard. I'm trying to earn my way into heaven. God damn it! Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so folks, uh, go give his uh, podcast a listen. Uh, download all the episodes. Download them twice. Uh, erase the state with him and uh, Mikey. Well, two names. <laughs> two names. Mikey. Two names. You had it right the first time. You had it right the first. I'm telling you, I'm slipping. Sleeping in my old age. Okay. Yeah. So definitely uh, give him a listen. And uh, guys, thank you. And we'll see you guys next week. Out. Peace. Oh. Uh, ah. Time for a promo break. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hi, folks. Harry Chessman here. Celebrated TV actor since 1962. I'm here to tell you today about my friend's podcast, Car Competent Bird Arcus. Oh, wait. Is that, like, real names? No? Oh. That's right, folks. Car Competent Bird Arcus will bring you a new episode every Wednesday, or as they like to put it, Weird Day. It's a libertarian podcast that talks about cryptids, or, or, like, Bigfoot and shit? Alright, whatever. Uh, that's right, folks. It's a libertarian podcast that sometimes talks about cryptids. Or is it a cryptid podcast that sometimes talks about libertarian topics? You'll have to find out every Weird's Day at noon. Harry Trussman, out. This week, we're going to cover gun ownership. Well, since because it's now the hot topic du jour, uh, thanks to a couple of assholes in El Paso, Texas and Dayton, Ohio, now everyone's talking about coming to get your guns. Mr. and Mrs. America, turn them in. So let's go over some constitutional amendments. Since this is the, the framework that we find ourselves in, let's go over it. So first off, the Second Amendment. Right? This is what we all should be operating on. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Okay. Now, everyone wants to focus on that first phrase, a well-regulated militia. You will hear modern statists refer to this as the National Guard. The National Guard didn't come around until the 1930s. Constitution of the United States was written in 1789. Okay. So, well-regulated just meant disciplined or trained. Militia was just anybody over the age of 18 but not quite 60 years old. That was that was a that was the militia. It was basically just one big mutual aid network. Are you over the age of 18 but not quite 60 years old? Congratulations, you're in the militia. Now, go on to the second part. Being necessary to the security of a free state. Now, they're not talking about the United States. A free state. So if the state is free, then you need necessary security, and the militia provides that necessary security, right? Goes into the third part. The right of the people... The right of the people... To keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Okay. Is the right of the people. Does it say the right of white people? No. Does it say the right of landed gentry? No. Just the right of the people. This is a, Just with that vague phrase? That covers everybody in the world, by the way. And shall not be infringed, which that last part just gets overlooked all the time all right so let's come down here to the ninth amendment something that these busybody media media types don't ever like to talk about is the ninth amendment okay here's the text the enumeration in the constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people all right this is what the Democrats and Republicans like to do all the time. They're construing what that Second Amendment means. 
Well, you you can't have an AR-15. That's not for sporting purposes. We just read the text. Did it mention anything about shooting Bambi in the face? Did it mention anything about getting a double lung shot on Pumbaa? No. It's not about hunting. It's not about punching holes in paper at a distance. It's about defense. Defense for yourself. Against whom? Well, it says the necessary security of a free state. So that means maybe another state might come in and start flexing some muscle, right? No, the Second Amendment is there. Number one, to protect your life. Okay. Protect your family's life. Protect your neighbor's life. Because who's going to come calling? You know, yeah, you can tell me about the crackhead's going to break into your house to steal your PlayStation to go feed his crack habit. Okay. Granted, I don't know why a crackhead is going to be in my house at certain times of the night. Sure, I would like to have a gun to defend myself in case they decide to get a little, uh, decide to get a little frisky with a uh, mechanic screwdriver. Sure. But it's also there for that cop that shows up to the wrong house. And Larkin Rose has this good series on YouTube called When Is It Okay to Shoot a Cop? And a hint is the answer is not never. Now, if Democrats want to and Republicans want to continue this, where they're going to show up door to door for confiscations. You got to answer that question at that moment. When is it okay to shoot a cop? Because make no mistake about it. That's who they're sending first. It's not going to be some fat purple haired lesbian. That's going to come and take your guns away from you. It's not going to be a politician in a $9,000 suit with perfectly coiffed hair and a shiny smile. That's not the one coming to do it. Cops will be first. That's why I always get upset when I see somebody with the Malone LeBay sticker on the back of their truck, immediately followed by a blue line American flag. I was like, man, you've got no idea. Pick one. There we go. Going on to the 10th Amendment. The power is not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states, are reserved to the states respectively, or, or to the people. So, three very important constitutional amendments in there. You got one that says, hey, you need to be armed. It's for the security of you and those around you that we can kind of call the state, right? Now, I know in anarchist, libertarian, voluntarist circles, when we say the state, we're talking about, you know, government all over the world. But 1789 parlance of English, the, the state was just people. It was just the people in that area. You know, they're referring to those former 13 colonies that became states, right? 
So here we have 10th Amendment. Hey, if it's not outlined in the Constitution government, you can't do it. You know, whatever that is, then the states can do it. Okay, this is why we see the type of silly gun laws that are in California. Do I think they're stupid? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're dumb. You know, but California can make that ruling. The federal government can't. California can, though. But this is why we like to quote Lysander Spooner. All the time. When we talk about the Constitution, and this came from his pamphlet, uh, The Constitution of No Authority. But whether the Constitution really be one thing or another, this much is certain, that it is either authorized such a government as we've had, or it has been powerless to prevent it, and in either case it is unfit to exist. So it's either coming up with all of this authoritarian bullshit, or it's been powerless to stop it. Pick one. <laughs> All right. In either case, can't have it around anymore. You know, for the uninitiated who, um, when I talk about the Constitution not really living up to its name and bad things have been done in the name of it, and you balk, you, you recoil at the phrase unfit to exist, you know. It's time to start taking a, a sober look at the Constitution again and kind of realize, hey, it was a coup. You know, the Articles of Confederation were there. Things were running relatively well between the several states being their own nations at the time. But politicians being politicians, they can't leave shit alone. And so they locked themselves in secret and came up with the Constitution. And then they didn't even want to add the Bill of Rights to it. So that'll do it for this week. And until next week, thank you for your patronage. Thank you for your support. Have a great week.